Feast of Christ to everyone. Sorry to uh, interrupt your connecting with one another. That uh, it is a good thing to connect with uh, one another, and as our connections with one another help us connect with God. Throughout uh, this series, the last several weeks, the next couple of weeks, we're uh, continuing to focus on how we, um, ways that we connect with God. Um, and, and today, it's about how we, we come before God to admire God, you know, to, to regard God with, with pleasure, with uh, approval, uh, with, with wonder, to, to praise and to submit. You know, to our Creator and the Creator of all that is. That we, so often we come before God, and, and God wants us to. He says to ask, seek, and knock, but so often we come before God with, with a list. And we usually are just, just focusing on our list of things that we um, want to, for God to do. Um, uh, and that, like I said, that's a really good thing. Um, but we don't as often stop and simply admire the, the beauty and the wonder and the power of God. And, and often it's uh, because we get distracted by the, the things that are around us. It was a number of years ago, uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman, um, he poked fun at that. You know, it had, with a, a song that he, that he wrote about waking up to the glory of God. But how easily... Uh, we can take God's power and beauty for granted. Uh, that, that we can just assume His His splendor and we overlook His genius uh, in the world around us and the people around us and in the very character and nature of God. And uh, to, in his song, he, he talked about how we um, can get stuck walking in puddles when instead we should be jumping into the ocean. Now, and just as you see this picture up here, and it sort of catches your breath a little bit, as this uh, individual is headed sometime, he's going to hit the ocean. We don't know exactly when. But it's that sense of splendor and awe, and even sort of taking your breath away. And what I most appreciate about this picture, if you'll notice on his left shoulder, there's a Band-Aid. You know, like, that's, that's great. He's been nicked somewhere, but he's still ready to jump. Still, still ready to, to take it all in. Uh, Chapman goes on to say, not only do we walk in puddles uh, when we could be jumping in the ocean, but we eat candy when we could be at a gourmet feast. Yeah. Yeah, just jumping in all face first. Take out the whole thing. And then maybe his most famous line is that we're stuck playing a Game Boy, which shows you how old this song is. I, I have from some resident experts, they don't make Game Boys anymore. But uh, they've been replaced by PSPs and uh, things like that. Um, and if you don't know what that means, don't worry. Um, or ask somebody that uh, is, uh, yeah, they, they might know. But we're stuck playing with Game Boys when we're in the Grand Canyon. 
No, and it just, just even seeing that picture as it brings to mind, for some of you maybe, never been, but uh, on the bucket list. But uh, just looking at that picture, if you've never been, there's just an awe and a wonder that's totally different from the picture that was before. But, but he talks about how we, we get distracted by the mundane, by the insignificant, and, and even the urgent things. But they so much take our attention that we miss what is wondrous, what is significant, and what is most important, which is the the beauty and power and wonder of God around us. We say regularly in our prayer that we want to, to celebrate God. We want to celebrate you, God, no matter our circumstances. And the reason that's our prayer is because we know that our circumstances can be great or they can be horrific. We don't know. One thing we do know is that our circumstances are always going to be changing. But we want to celebrate God because we know God's character and God's beauty and God's wonder never change. And so we want to lock in to admire, to praise, to stand in awe. Of God always and forever. For we know, as we'll see in a little bit, we know that is the one thing that we know that we might do. That we will always do. Forever and forever, we will engage in admiring and adoring and praising God. There's a whole bunch of stuff that we might be doing right now that are really important to us that have no eternal significance whatsoever. A day will will come when it will matter nothing that we did that. And they might be really important to us. But what we do when we adore God, we are practicing, we are engaging in what we will do forever. Let's pray. Gracious God, thank you for your written word that that speaks to us of what is eternal, of, of what is good, of what is real. Help us to hear from you, to engage you, to connect with you, to stand in awe of you. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. All right, our first passage is in Psalm uh, 104, uh, starting with verse 1. It's on page 43 in your pew Bible, or you can follow along on the screen. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, you are very great. You are clothed with honor and majesty, wrapped in light as with a garment. You stretch out the heavens like a tent. You sent the beams of your chambers on the waters. You make the clouds your chariot. You ride on the wings of the wind. You make the winds your messengers, fire and flame your ministers. You set the earth. On its foundations, so that it shall never be shaken. You cover it with the deep as with a garment. The waters stood above the mountains. At your rebuke, they flee. At the sound of your thunder, they take to flight. We admire God's grand work of creation as He set the earth on its foundation, put the land and the water in their right places. The one who spoke, and then there was light. 
But, but not just that he created everything and now it's at work, but even, look at this, verse 14 of the, the same song. You caused the grass to grow for the cattle and plants for people to use, to bring forth food from the earth and wine to gladden the human heart, oil to make the face shine and bread to strengthen the heart. The trees of the Lord are watered abundantly. The cedars of Lebanon that He planted, in them the birds build their nests. The stork has its home in the fir trees. So it's not just that He created it all at the beginning and then sort of got it rolling, but He is actively, intimately sustaining creation all around us. He's the one causing the blades of grass to grow. Causing the rain to be released from the heavens today. To nourish the soil. To provide the home for birds, food for humans, and for animals. I remember uh, I was with a friend um, in a a conference. This was probably 25, 30 years ago. And we, we walked outside um, uh, and saw a picture sort of like this one um, picture, not of the screen, but of this one, you know, of a, a sunset that, that you, again, you just can be captured by that picture. And he, he in, in a, a joking time with, with tongue fully uh, planted in cheek, said, man, isn't that beautiful? Isn't that wonderful? Praise be to a lot of time and a little bit of luck. He's tongue-in-cheek, sort of saying, where else could this have come from? Is it really just the result of a whole lot of time and chance that then created such beauty and might and power? I believe it was Annie Dillard who said, Every bush is burning if you just sit with it long enough. And it was John Calvin, Presbyterian a long, long time ago, said, Every blade of grass shouts to the glory of God. As we encounter the stunning work of God in creation, we are drawn to to praise Him, to adore Him, to adore His work. And we can do that anywhere, anytime, with anybody. Psalm 96. So have your Bibles open. You want to turn there. Otherwise, it will be on the screen. Verses 1 through 4. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Bless His name. Tell of His salvation from day to day. Declare His glory among the nations. His marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be revered above all God. Tell of His salvation from day to day. I mean, any time, in any place, we see the wonderful, creative genius of God. And we can fall down and worship 
in adoration and in admiration. And you'll, you'll note here and you'll note a couple other times that, that the psalmist regularly tells us to sing a new song. You know, and I was thinking about that. You know, why sing a new song? Which we sang a new song today. Which oftentimes brings up uh, people complain about singing a new song. Of course, I then tell them, you know, there is no song that was never once a new, not a new song. You know, every song is at one time a new song. But the reason we don't like it is because, uh, well, we're sort of uncomfortable. We've got to sort of make our way through it, it, it because we're focused on ourselves instead of what the song leads us to. And thinking about why would God say, well, sing a new song. I think part of it is because it then takes us out of our comforts. It moves us to a new place, to a different place, which is where God is always moving us, to a new and different place, continuing to draw us closer and closer to Him, to take us to a place to be more and more loving, more and more just. And a new song. It is a way of saying, you know, are you continuing to grow in your relationship with me? Is the song that you're singing just the same old song that you know and you're stuck in a rut? Or is the new song because the Spirit is continually working in you, making you new in Him? And the beauty of God's creation that is here to be enjoyed through all the nations, among all the peoples. So it's anywhere, anytime, with anybody. It's a beautiful way that we enjoy God together in the midst of our differences and diversity. I don't want to be a group of old white people. I don't want to be a group of middle-aged Latinos. I don't want to be just a group of any particular type or kind. I don't want us to be anything of homogeneous nature because that's not the diversity and beauty of God's creation. That we marvel and adore in one another in God's creative genius. Calls us to admire His work to enjoy His work throughout creation and in one another, to sing that new song. And then, get this, uh, the verse 11 and 12 of chapter 96, of Psalm 96. Let the heavens be glad, and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar, and all that fills it. Let the field exult, and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy. Isn't that a powerful picture? You know, as we join together singing in adoration to God, as we admire the work of God together, we join with the fields and the sea and the trees in praising God. We, we join with all of creation. For we know that everything that was created was created to bring glory to God and enjoy Him forever. 
Tuesday, um, we had a staff retreat um, out in, uh, at uh, the refuge, a retreat center that Dave and Pam Ping own. And we gathered there in the morning. We spent part of the morning just uh, alone to connect with God. So grabbed a chair, went, went in the middle of the woods. And there, since I was sort of thinking about this as well, then um, uh, you know, pointed towards what we were going to uh, do this morning and studying and preparing for this. Just sat among and joined in with the chorus of crickets and katydids and dragonflies. Joined in the, the, the roar and, and song of the water flowing behind me. And I, I raised my hands in praise with the beech tree and the pine tree and the cedar tree and the oak trees as they raised their leaves under their glorious Creator. Every time that we gather to adore, to admire God together, we join with all of creation. We admire God's creative beauty and genius, and we admire God's impeccable character as well. We worship and adore Him in His justice, righteousness, and His love, in the fullness of truth. Psalm 33, verses 1 through 5. Rejoice in the Lord. O you righteous, praise befits the upright. Praise the Lord with the lyre. Make melody to Him with the harp of ten strings. Sing to Him a new song. See, he says it again. Sing to Him a new song. Play skillfully on the strings with loud shouts. For the word of the Lord is upright, and all His work is done in faithfulness. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. Wherever we look, we can see the righteousness, the justice, the steadfast love of the Lord. We adore and admire that, that love, and particularly when we gather, as we are drawn every Sunday to the cross, we admire and adore His sacrificial love. His willingness to send His Son to live for us, to die for us, to be raised for us, and to one, one day come again for us. And we are in awe of His justice and His righteousness, and His never-ending steadfast love. Turn with me uh, to the last psalm, uh, Psalm 150. As we adore God, as we adore God's creation, we adore God's character, we do so with all that we are. Psalm 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty firmament. Praise Him for His mighty deeds. Praise Him according to His surpassing greatness. Praise Him with trumpet sound. Praise Him with lute and harp. 
Praise Him with tambourine and dance. Praise Him with strings and pipe. Praise Him with clanging cymbals. Praise Him with loud clanging cymbals. Let everything that breathes praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I don't think a Presbyterian wrote that that song. Somehow it got snuck in there, huh? And, and, and I use this one regularly for people who, who want to um, say we shouldn't have drums in, in church. I don't know what else loud clanging cymbals are. Or that we shouldn't have instruments. Or that people shouldn't dance. Now, it's not that everybody's going to dance, because I know reading that, some of you, you folks that are more inclined to live on the inside, you went broke into hives when I started reading that, or when I even said the word dance. But some of you want to dance. I would say they're fully in accordance with what God's Word would say we would do, that when we praise God, it's not just a one-time thing. It's not just a, well, let me sing the words of this song. It is with energy. It is with vitality. It is with the fullness of all that we are. And what it means for you to express that to God, then go ahead and do that. And for some of you, clapping right there was great. For others, you sort of grabbed. Hold real quick. That's okay. But it's a place for all with who we are, who God has created us in our diversity. That's part of God's creative genius. And we miss out if we're all just stuck right here. And we miss out if we're all just, whoo! That's about as close as I'm going to get to dancing. We need... Because all are created in the image of God. And there is a fullness of God's creative genius that we encounter when we encounter God together with one another. So we praise the Lord. We adore the Lord. We admire the Lord. We we submit unto the Lord. We worship the Lord with the fullness of who we are. So if you're, if you're dancing for any other reason to God, then stop. And if you're sitting and thinking for any other reason but to God, then stop. And be sure the focus of your dance or of your thoughts are to Almighty God in adoring and admiring Him in the fullness of who you are and who we are together now you know today is a great example of a way where people are going to get together and we're going to ooh and ah together right and it's going to be fun I love fireworks 
Yeah, and that's I love ooing and awing those fireworks, and it's it, for that moment, for that twenty-five, thirty minutes. You know, it's awesome to see and hear the pow and the bam, and then the sizzle and the the fizzle. But you know, it only lasts. Each one only lasts, you know, ten, fifteen seconds, and then the whole thing only lasts about thirty minutes, and then we got to wait until next year. For it to happen again. But we're going to spend our day, right? You know, getting prepared. We're ready to go. Some of you already got your blankets, you know, laid out. And that's awesome. And I might come find a spot on your blanket that you laid out already. And you're, you're prepared. You're ready to see that which is fun and awesome and beautiful. But it only lasts about 30 minutes. But what we are doing here what as we prepare and get ready set your blanket on the pew to get ready to gather with God or set your blanket out in the on the middle of downtown Cincinnati or the middle of Winton Woods or, or the middle of Mount Airy Forest or wherever it is in your workplace at your school set your blankets there and prepare to see and admire and worship God Because there, that's not something that is going to only last for a boom, a pow, and a little fizzle. When you're worshiping God, then that lasts for eternity. That lasts forever. The last passage then, Revelation 7. As the Apostle John is giving a vision, given a vision of what he sees in the end. After this I looked, and there was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, robed in white, with palm branches in their hands, they cried out in a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who is seated on the throne, and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne, and around the elders, and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne, and worshipped God, singing, Amen, blessing, and glory, and wisdom, thanksgiving, and honor, and power, and might, be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Not only do we join with the created order, with the trees as they raise their leaves to Almighty God, but we join with the heavenly host that goes on now and goes on forever when we join in praise of the Almighty God. We are singing with the trees and we are singing with the martyrs. We are singing with the seas and we are singing with the angels. As we all together bow in adoration and admiration of our Heavenly Father. And this week, then, we, we're, we're going to be asking God to open our eyes and ears. You guys want to go ahead and pass, distribute the uh, handouts for this week. As uh, many of you know, uh, during this series, we've been giving out uh, handouts just for your, your weekly um, habits of spending time in the morning, um, with, connecting with God, you know, setting other things away, putting the Game Boy down, um, uh, uh, 
getting out of the puddle and jumping into the ocean for just a, a little bit. And, and in the morning, we gather with God. We, we take the, the scriptures that will be written here, you know, take one or two in the morning, read through those, sit with God. And what we're requesting God as we go into the day, God, help me experience your beauty and power. Uh, what uh, um, Janice and Steve McLemore always say, you know, God, show off. So however um, best works for you, help me experience your beauty and power. So you read that passage, you, you ask God for that, we're asking God for that, we sit with Him, and then we go into the day. And at the end of the day, stop, you know, come back to the, the passage, read the passage and reflect. How did you see God? How did you experience His power? How did you experience His beauty today? And on the back, the place just to write down those reflections. How did you see it? What did you do? Again, it's a way of training ourselves to, to connect with God, training our eyes, our ears, our hearts in ways that the Spirit would speak to us and show us what God is doing in our midst. And you see at the bottom of the back of the page an opportunity um, to share that on social media, on Facebook, the church Facebook site, or there's also a hashtag to use as well. Um, and other other means um, for that. But it's a, a way for us to practice what we're, this week, to practice what we'll be doing for all eternity, of adoring, admiring, praising our glorious, majestic God in all of God's splendor. We can admire God's work. We can admire God's character. Anywhere, in any time, with anybody. We join with the creation and we join with the eternal heavenly host in admiring, praising, and worshiping God this week. Amen.